this is Keep It Spicy. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Keep It Spicy. I'm here with my amazing co-host, Shoba. Hello, hello, everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful week. I'm here with my girl, Vita. And we're actually going to go ahead and just jump into a quote. Well, it's a little bit of an anecdote, but I'm going to go ahead and start us off. So Buddha was asked, what have you gained from meditation? And he replied, nothing. However, Buddha said, let me tell you what I lost. Anger, anxiety, depression, insecurity, fear of old age, and death. Ooh. Yeah, a little powerful, wasn't it? (laughs) Love it. Love it. So speaking of Buddha, today's topic is meditation. So Shubha, have you ever tried meditation? Yes, ma'am, I have. Like, what's your general routine look like and how often do you meditate? Mm -hmm. Um, I think the first time I was exposed to meditation was when we were in boarding school. Obviously, it was a very, very religious Hindu boarding school, so meditating and all was very much encouraged. Um, so I would say that's the first place I've meditated, even though they didn't call it meditate, but they would just tell us, like, close your eyes, sit straight, and, like, you know, chant a mantra on your head or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So now that I know better, I know that that's actually what I, like, I was meditating, even though they didn't call it meditation. Um, mm-hmm. It was just, like, you know, time for yourself. Um, so I started right. there and then since then I have meditated a couple times I would say uh, throughout university um, those ones are more of like uh, I've done guided meditation so basically sit and turn on a YouTube video which kind of like tells me what to do if not just like meditating is very easy and we'll mm-hmm. we'll obviously talk more about that as we go on and talk about meditation but it's not a hard thing to do lately um I've been practicing this loving kindness meditation it's very 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 short really really not long at all honestly it's like I would say it's like 20 to 30 20 to 50 seconds mm-hmm. um so I've been practicing that and I usually do that usually in the morning when I've woken up brush my teeth and like while I'm as soon as I've made my bed I sit on it and like do my loving kindness practice that's the meditation I've been doing as of late but it's very very short practice how about you? I do very like brief meditation sessions. I usually do it at home or like, you know, a quiet place outdoors or in a temple. Um, so if I'm at home or outdoors, I just kind of like, like to take a step back from my life and just focus. Yeah. If I'm in a temple, it's more like prayer related. And I'm really trying to just like connect with God or just have like a spiritual moment, no complicated stuff. So, so what are your general thoughts on it? Do you think like you overall benefited from it? Oh, 100%. But I never really meditated with the idea of like, I don't know, getting a benefit out of it. It was more just for like calming myself and just basically restructuring my mind or my thought process in the morning or like especially now because I'm doing my loving kindness meditation in the morning it's just it was just kind of like building a routine for myself because I was feeling a little negative lately or a little down so I was like looking for something to just a way for me to like get that the needle of my compass away from the negative side to a bit more positive side if that makes sense yeah Um, so yeah I definitely do think I've benefited from it but it's more these are the types of things that I feel like only now because I'm like much older when I started meditating or like when Mm -hmm. we started doing it in school which was like six plus years ago now I'm able to be like oh right like I'm really glad that I picked up that practice because it's I feel like meditation is like it's even more seeing the results is even it takes even longer than Mm -hmm. like weight loss for sure I mean arguably some people would say like 
no, you see it instantly, which like, yes, in some instances, but to see like a true, true change in your behavior and change in your lifestyle and like a significant shift, I feel like that mm-hmm. takes much longer than just like feeling energized like two seconds after you've done it right mm-hmm. so what about you what about what do you think no, Have you benefited I from really it? like agree with you I think um it's more of just like a way for me to escape reality and just like you know have a moment of relaxation um I haven't really like looked at it in the lens of like oh am I benefiting what are like my emotions like I haven't really journaled about that or anything so I I don't keep track so I can't tell but I think personally I just I just feel more relaxed calming and soothing you know and I'm like Mm -hmm. okay now I'm ready to go back into my crazy life all right so can you give us the definition of meditation yeah so according to the Merriam-Webster dictionary Um, There are two definitions that we're going to drop on today. So the first one is meditation is just a way to focus one's thoughts on or like to reflect or ponder. And the second definition is that um, it is done to engage in a mental exercise such as concentration on one's breathing or repetition of a mantra for the purpose of reaching a heightened level of spiritual awareness. Thank you for that. Um, So according to the National Center of Complementary and Integrative Health, there are many types of meditation, and all of them usually have four common elements, and they are, one, a quiet location with as few distractions as possible, two, a specific comfy posture, so that can include like lying down, sitting, walking, or just anything you're comfortable doing, and then a focus of attention. So either like a chosen word or a set of words that make you feel calm and relaxed. Um, And then the sensations of breath can also be your focus of attention. And lastly, an open attitude. So just letting distractions come and go without like judging them and just like really reflecting on all your thoughts. Awesome. And so we're actually going to talk a little bit about the different types of meditation. So as I mentioned, you know, I practice a loving kindness meditation. So similarly, there are different types of meditation practices. We're going to start with the mindful mindfulness meditation. And our source is www.healthline.com. So I actually read a little bit about this from this book that a book called Introduction to Buddhism about the you know mindfulness practice. Um, again, it originates from Buddhist teachings. In mindfulness meditation, you pay attention to your thoughts as they pass through your mind. So you don't judge the thoughts or you know become involved with them. So if you're thinking, oh my goodness, I need to eat or whatever, you just let it go. So you simply observe and you take note of any patterns. So it's basically like Whenever I try to talk to people about meditation, this is what I say. I tell them to close their eyes and I'm like, just observe your thoughts. Like, just notice the thoughts that you have. So it's basically what you have to do. You don't don't contradict. Just just observe from a third person about the kind of things that are going in your head or like that are going through your head at that moment. So this practice combines concentration with awareness. You may find it helpful to focus on an object or your breath while you observe any bodily sensations, thoughts or feelings. So this type of meditation is good for people who don't have a teacher to guide them, especially since it can be easily practiced alone. So the next type of meditation is spiritual meditation. This is similar to a prayer in that you reflect on the silence around you and you see a deeper connection with your God or universe. So essential oils are commonly used to heighten the spiritual experience and spiritual meditation can be practiced at home or in a place of worship. This practice is beneficial for those who thrive in silence and seek spiritual growth. 
And then we have the focused meditation. So focused meditation is basically concentration using any of the five senses. So for example, you can focus on something internal like your breath, or you can bring in an external influence to help you focus your attention. So try counting the mala beads or listening to a gong or like even staring at a candle flame. So this practice may be simple in theory, but it can be quite difficult for beginners to hold their focus for longer than a few minutes, especially when you're first starting out. So if your mind does wander, it's important to come back to the practice and refocus. So as the name suggests, focus meditation, this practice is ideal for anyone who requires additional focus in their life. Next is the mantra meditation. So this uses a repetitive sound to clear the mind. It can be a word, a phrase, or a sound. You guys have probably heard of the famous one, Om. Um, so it doesn't really matter what your mantra is. And if it's spoken loudly or quietly, chanting the mantra makes you more alert and in tune with your environment. And it ultimately allows you to experience deeper levels of awareness. If you don't like silence, enjoy repetition and find it easier to focus on a word than on your breath, this may be your go-to meditation. The next one is transcendental meditation. So transcendental meditation is the most popular type of meditation around the world. Um, and it's also the most scientifically studied. So this practice is more customizable than a mantra meditation, you know, where you use a mantra or a series of words that are specific to each practitioner. This practice is for those who like structure and are serious about maintaining a meditation practice. The next one is movement meditation. This practice may include walking through the woods, gardening, and any other gentle forms of motion. So basically, you stay physically active and let movement guide you in your thoughts. Movement meditation is really good for people who find peace in action and prefer to let their minds wander. So looking back, is there a type of meditation that you would like to try? I'm really feeling the movement meditation. You know, I, I like to be up and about. So I think it'd be fun. Waiting. What about you? I think movement's also cool. Um, I would say the easiest one for me is just like the easy one to do is focus meditation mm. because it just it's literally stare at a candle or like stare out your window at a cloud, right? <laughs> that seems so easy. I feel like I would do that. I feel like that one's interesting to try out. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now we're going to talk about general routines and like some tips you guys can follow. So set aside time for formal meditation. It always helps to establish a routine and get comfortable with practice. Do it first thing in the morning. It's easy to say I'll meditate every day, but then something comes up or you forget and then you just don't do it. So try to set a reminder for every morning when you get up or maybe put like a note on your mirror or somewhere that you often like look at when you wake up just to tell yourself to meditate. Um, and you only need a few minutes a day. So start very, very small with maybe like three to five minutes or even less. Also, uh, uh, like these are some other tips. Basically, don't worry too much about whether you're doing it wrong. Most people worry about where to sit. They get all fidgety or like how to sit or what cushion to use. Like that's all wonderful, but that's not important on getting started. So to start just sitting, you know, sitting on a normal chair or on your couch or even on your bed is what's important. If you're comfortable on the ground, sit on the ground, sit cross-legged on the ground. Um, it's just basically for two minutes anyways, especially when you're first starting out, you're not going to do it for longer than that. 
So you can always worry about optimizing it later as you go and get more comfortable meditating. But in the beginning, it doesn't really matter that much. Just basically sit somewhere quiet and comfortable. Another tip is use this as an opportunity to get to know yourself. So this practice isn't just about focusing your attention. It's also about learning how your mind works. So basically what's going on in there. Um, this is also a great way to develop a loving attitude. So when you notice thoughts and feelings arising during meditation, as they will, look at them with a friendly attitude. So see your thoughts as friends, not as intruders or enemies. They're all a part of you, though not all of you, but be friendly. Like, don't be harsh towards yourself. I know this sounds really corny, but it's important to have compassion. And then moving on, we're also going to talk about, of course, you know, the benefits of practicing meditation because why else would we do it right so our source is www.mindful.org so um, these are some of the benefits that we have found meditation to have so first things first meditation sharpens your attention span so focused attention like focused meditation like we talked about is like basically weightlifting for your attention span so it helps increase the strength and endurance of your attention for example, a study looked at the effects of an eight-week mindfulness meditation course and found it improved participants' ability to reorient and maintain their attention. Moreover, one review also concluded that meditation may even reverse patterns in the brain that contribute towards mind-wandering, you know, worrying, and poor attention span. So actually, like, before I continue, didn't you do this to help study for your MCATs? Like, didn't you do, like, a, didn't you meditate to help Goody Call with your focus because you found that you were getting distracted? Yeah, I I actually used um, just like a YouTube study meditation guide. It was really short. It was only like two to three minutes. Um, I would just listen to it in the beginning and like I just close my eyes and it kind of like guides you through. But I found it really helpful. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with MCAT, but it's it's legit like a seven hour test. So you really need to focus on, you know, your attention and just like paying attention to questions like so long can be exhausting. So I really found it helpful. Shiba, have you tried anything like that while studying? Honestly, the last time I studied that hour, it was like grade <laughs> 11 and 12. But I don't remember. I've blocked okay. that entire phase of my life. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did lots of meditation and I did a bunch of stuff during that time because that was mm-hmm. the, I was really, really intellectually challenged during that phase of my life. Like all I did was study. And so I think I would have done it, but that was also such a dark place because the studying was just too like cumbersome. So I was, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I want to say yes, but I d- cannot confirm. <laughs> Returning back to the benefits of meditation, it also um, increases basically your resilience to stress. So basically less stress translates to having less anxiety. So for example, an eight-week study of mindfulness meditation helps participants reduce their anxiety. So habitual meditation helps reduce anxiety and anxiety-related mental health issues like social anxiety or phobias and obsessive compulsive behavior. So this is basically a great way for you to train your mind to basically get better at dealing with the stress. And in in turn, that would help with any type of other anxiety or social anxiety that you're having. Mm. And then, of course, another benefit is this has a positive impact on relationships. So Meta, which is also a type of meditation, this is my meditation, uh, which is also known as the loving kindness meditation, begins with developing kind thoughts and feelings towards yourself. During the mindful loving kindness meditation, you are also basically transferring that love 
to not only friends and family, but people that you don't know. So for example, uh, mm-hmm. frontline workers or people developing a vaccine or, you know, people in, in the reserves or, you know, in the army or just people that you don't know as well. And of course, also towards people that you have unresolved issues with. What do you say during your kindness meditation? So during your loving kindness meditation, at least what I say and what I've been told to say by my positive psychologist, shout out to Boriana Zaneva, um, is you basically just say the words repeatedly. You say the words, may I be healthy? May I be happy? May I be safe? May I move through life with ease? And then you say that for everybody else as well. You, or whoever you're transferring that love to, if it's your mom, dad, or your doctor, or dentist, or whoever, you say mm-hmm. he or she or they be healthy happy and safe may they flow through life with ease oh that's cute I like that very very simple yeah (laughs) all right some other benefits include that it increases our compassion towards ourselves and others so it allows us to exercise compassion more effectively it reduces bias and hence bias based behaviors And it also improves our mental health and has a modest impact on physical health. So the Harvard Gazette showed that meditation changes the physical makeup of the brain in depressed patients. And they also report that studies have shown that meditation alleviates an array of conditions, both physical and mental. Some examples include irritable bowel syndrome, psoriasis, anxiety, depression, and so on. Parallel to that, meditation is generally considered to be safe for healthy people. However, people with physical limitations may not be able to participate in certain meditative practices, especially those involving a lot of movement. So there are rare reports mentioning that meditation could cause or worsen symptoms in people with certain psychiatric problems. So people with existing mental health conditions should definitely talk to their healthcare providers and let them know that they're going to start a meditative practice. And also, if you have a meditation instructor, just give them a heads up of what's going on. All in all, meditation is something that everyone can do to improve their mental and emotional health. The best part about it, in my opinion, is that you can do it anywhere without any special equipment or memberships. Alternatively, meditation courses and support groups are, of course, widely available, and there's a great variety of styles to each with different strengths and benefits. So trying out a style of meditation suited to your goals is a great way to improve your quality of life, even if you only have a few minutes to do it each day. All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump into our question section. So I'm going to start us off with the first question. What would your ideal meditation room look like? So it would actually be outdoors. I'm thinking like a beach during sunset or sunrise and like having like a bonfire and some like really calm music in the background. I can vibe with that. Oh my gosh, I never thought of that. That's like actually a really good one. I was imagining my meditation room is like, it would just be a white room. It would definitely have like a window and air conditioning. I was imagining it indoors. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. just because, like, I live in Canada and it's cold for, like, 80% of the time. But Mm -hmm. it would have, like, air conditioning. I would definitely have it very minimalistically decorated. So I would have, like, some crystals here and there. And then I would have, like, a little, like... Candle? I don't want to say sofa. Yeah, for sure scented candles or, like, the... What do you call the incense sticks? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm all about the scented candles Mm -hmm. or, like, the diffusers. It would definitely have some type of fragrance in there. And then I would just have, like, my little... Like, I don't want to say a sofa, but, like, I saw this on, like, this Instagrammer that I'm following, her meditation mm-hmm. room. She just has, like, 
a little cushion that's set up for her to sit and do her meditation mm-hmm. so I would have that and then just have like my speakers on the side of the wall so that like and what do you call it I have like fairy lights decorated on the top so it's like during the day there would be like mm-hmm. light from outside the window coming in and mm-hmm. it'd be nice with the white walls but then if I'm doing it at night I can have like the I turn off all the lights and have like my fairy Ooh. lights light up with all my crystals mm-hmm. like, I don't know that's the type of vibe I was I thinking. like that I love it love it hey future home idea <laughs> um so what's the calmest place you've meditated at the calmest place I've meditated at actually was in India remember that temple that was like near our school near CIRS yeah it has this like huge shivalinga mm-hmm so Shivalinga, for those who don't know, is like this, it's like an idol, I guess, but it's usually very small. But in this temple, they had like a huge, like massive one, like the size of a building. So I don't remember the name of that temple, but I remember where they had the thingy. It was inside this like dome type thingy. And they had like little, mm-hmm. uh, think of like a huge dome. And at the and they're like, think of it with like many fireplaces, except instead of there being a fire, like wood, it was like a little cushion for you to sit in your little corner and meditate. That's the calmest place I've ever meditated because it was like pin drop silent there. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would also say like a temple in India. This is like kind of close to my grandma's house and like it's outdoors and there's like a really huge tree and I like going there in the evening. It's like really quiet, nice and soothing. So yeah, that definitely is my calmest place. I like that. What's your favorite family vacation? I'd have to say my Europe trip. Um, so I was really young. And at that time, like, you know, school wasn't a big worry. So it was just a very carefree trip. We literally just ate and visited places. So I, I really enjoyed that. So what Aww. about you? I would say mine was our trip. To, we had a, took a trip to Kenya. That was really awesome because I'd never been to Kenya. We got to do the whole safari uh, and the whole Masai, by the way, Masai Mara is like the area, the savanna that you go to when you want to do safari in Kenya. So, yeah, we got to go to like quite a few mm-hmm. like resorts or like, I don't know, like game drive places. Um, and then we also mm-hmm. went to this like place called Lake Nakuru, which was like a bit more mount- mountainous. Oh, um, okay. So it's like on a, I don't want to call it a mountain, but it was like on some hills. That was really, mm-hmm. really cool. It was just really nice. Yeah, I like that. Aww. My trip to family's trip to Kenya was a really good one. Well, I've always wanted to go on a safari. Oh my I... gosh, would recommend. It's literally, I kid you not, it's literally like the Lion King. Like we went there and we saw the mm-hmm. sky and everything and we're like literally how beautiful it looks in the Lion King movies, like in the cartoons mm-hmm. is like exactly how it looks like in real life. Oh, I really like that. That's really cute. One day, one day, when I'm rich, one when day. we're rich. <laughs> I'll take you. <laughs> take me, take me to Africa. <laughs> um, all right. So where do you see yourself in five years? Oh my gosh. I put this, this in here because this is the question I've been asked on all my interviews, which I <laughs> keep blanking. And basically I'm just going to leave it at this. I see myself returning to do my master's. I'm going to end it there. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> get that education. Um, <laughs> I would say I see myself working in the healthcare fields and in a stable relationship. Yes, it's going to happen. I know it. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. <laughs> and then I see myself volunteering and traveling more. And um, I love staying engaged and trying new things. So I definitely see myself picking up new hobbies. So yeah. Oh my gosh, that's such a much better answer than mine. <laughs> 
<laughs> I should have said that in my interview. <laughs> okay, what was the last book you read? So I'm actually reading this now. It's called The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat, and it's by Oliver Sacks. Um, so he's a neurologist, and his book describes his accounts of some interesting patients. Um, it's very interesting. I definitely recommend it if you're into neurology. What about you? And he mistakes his wife as a hat? That's yeah, one of the patients has, like, trouble um, with, like, face recognition. I forget the exact story. It happens in Chapter 1. But basically, he, like, looks at a hat, and he thinks it's his wife. So, like, oh. the doctor just, like, goes through that and, like, describes his um, encounter with him. Oh, wow. It does not sound like a book I would read. Sounds boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading Scrappy Little Nobody by Anna Kendrick, and it's an autobiography. I do like her. I'm not a huge fan. I do like her, though. I've had this book for years because my roommate gifted it to me, and I never mm. read it. I picked it up this weekend, and I kid you not, I'm, like, almost done with it. Like, it's actually, she's actually really funny. There's certain mm. things about her that I'm now, like, mm, I don't know if I like this, but, but it was a really funny read, and they, she tells you a lot of stuff that you obviously would have never known about. Like, she talks about, like, Twilight. She talks mm. about, like, a movie that she did with George Clooney where she was nominated for an Oscar, and, mm -hmm. yeah, it's really so that's that's what I've been reading, and I do like lately. I find that I like um more autobiography style books. Oh okay, I didn't even know she had a book. So I'll definitely. I didn't either <laughs> until my roommate gets me. But like all famous people write books now. That's Soon true. I'll be writing a book. Yes. <laughs> for sure. All right then. So on that note, we're gonna end the episode here. So thanks for listening and course remember to hit the follow button on spotify let us know if you find a type of meditation that you actually like and let us know if you know it's your first time trying meditation let us know your thoughts we want to hear about it follow us on instagram at underscore keep it spicy remember to like our post comment and share our podcast content with friends and on that note remember folks keep it spicy yours truly xx <laughs>